0: How about it, you guys? What's up? Thanks for tuning in to episode 51 of Chrome Dome Radio. I'm Chris, and uh, I'm on all the social networks at Chrome Dome Radio, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams. I got my my sweet Chrome Dome Radio t-shirt on. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm feeling really good today. I just played some Super Nintendo right before I clicked record had to wait for the camera to charge, and I was like, eh, hey, let, let me play some Super Nintendo. You know what? You know what, though? I don't play Super Nintendo as if it were like a retro gaming system. I play Super Nintendo because I never disconnected it. It's been connected. If you know me, I've never not had a Super Nintendo. I never got into the, like the newer gaming systems. Never had my own Xbox or PlayStation or any of that. I do have a Switch now, and I like my Switch, but I play a lot of the side-scrolling games. Uh, I just like that format. I thi- <laughs> I'm kind of weird like that. like I just like being able to play like 10 15 minutes of a game and shutting it down and uh, moving on and uh, these these RPG games and these deep dive games <laughs> I'm kind of like that way with TV too where it, if the, if there's too much, then I lose attention. And uh, I want to do other things with my time. Even though I have too much time on my hands. Uh, the the video games, though. So, like, I was just playing Castlevania. The, the old version on Super Nintendo. And I was kind of laughing because I was thinking of all the awesome stuff that I had when I was a kid. And I thought of that old Crossfire commercial. You guys remember that old Crossfire commercial? You can't not know... The old Crossfire commercial. Right? So, what did it, it was probably in the mid 90s when this thing was out there. You know, come on, you know, Crossfire! Dude, like, okay, it is the best commercial ever. It is the best commercial ever. If anybody, if, if someday you run across a producer, a commercial producer man, and he says, I'm gonna make the best commercial ever, you know what you tell him? You say, Get out. You say, get out. Because you're not going to make the best commercial ever. It's already been done. If you are in the scenario where you meet a commercial producer, man or woman, and they say, I'm going to make the best commercial ever, you say, bye. Bye. Because you're not. Because this is the best commercial ever. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. First of all, it's sometime in the future. (laughs) It's sometime in the future.
1: Crossfire. Crossfire. You get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire. You get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire.
0: Crossfire. 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 (laughs) Get <laughs> the kid at the end, yeah, yeah, dude, how much of an overload is that? How, that, that? That commercial's 30 seconds long. You have fire, you have lightning, you have rock and roll, you have leather jackets. They even have those, like, cut-off finger leather gloves on. Watch this. Notice all that. Okay, first of all, the, the first thing, first of all, it's in the future. It's sometime in the future. There's lightning, and there's hoverboards. Challenge. It's the ultimate challenge! Crossfire! Crossfire! crossfire. you get caught up in the crossfire!
1: crossfire.
0: you get caught up in the crossfire! Uh-huh. The crossfire. ending is the best. This is it, right here. Crossfire! crossfire. Yeah! Dude, you ever play a crossfire? You ever play Crossfire? Hey, it sucks. Crossfire sucks, dude. The game, the commercial so much better than the actual game. That's just solid marketing right there. Cuz everybody knows where Crossfire is it's it's of any age. It's cross generational. They know what crossfire is, whether or not you had one or not. I don't even know. I don't even know anybody that actually owned one. I feel like that's one of those games that you would just come across, because I know I played it, and I remember thinking it sucked, because they they make it look like the marbles are shooting out of the guns. They're not shooting. Out, you know what they're doing? They're delicately rolling out. <laughs> and and I can't tell you how frequently the stupid gun would jam. And nothing would happen like you pull a trigger and nothing's happening because the stupid thing would jam and you have to you have to hit it and then and then it would just like roll out and, and lightly tap those two things that you had to hit on the other side of the uh, you know into the other uh, the opposing the opposing goal. you <laughs> you know it's funny. crossfire. So if this this commercial means as much to you as it does to me, I would bet you're an 80s kid. And I would bet you're an early 80s 80s kid. And your generation crossfire. You know what? You know how... uh, Okay, if you're born between 1980 and 1985, you're technically an old millennial. And between that five years... Nobody in those five years wants to admit that they are millennial, even though they're an old millennial. And they're obviously not Gen Xers. But we also don't want to be millennials. It's like, it's an interesting little time period, that five-year time period where it's like, you're going to bundle me in with those schmuckos? Nah, dude. Nah. Yeah, you know who you are? your generation crossfire i'm going to give that to us generation crossfire man all the stuff we had in the late 80s early 90s like i hit i hit this time period right on the nail dude i love being born in 1984 cuz i remember when super nintendo was the new hot system the new hotness Right? Because all the the older siblings had Nintendo. And Super Nintendo hit the market probably when I was like 6-ish. 6 or 7. And that was the new hotness. And I never disconnected it. I just like the old side-scrolling games. They awesome, man. All right. So I've been trying to, if you listen to this podcast frequently enough, you know that uh, I I don't do a good job listening to other podcasts very much. And I started this podcast sort of, I was like, all right, look, you could could listen to a bunch of podcasts and then you could make one and you're probably going to just end up being like all the others. And I was like, nah. I'm going to renegade this shiznit, and I'm going <laughs> to not listen to any other shows and make my own. But more recently, I've been listening to, you know, people who recommend this podcast, that podcast, and more recently, uh, Jeff. Jeff's been on the show a whole bunch of times. A whole bunch of times, guys. He's like your favorite guest ever, and he recommended the Brittany Furlan podcast to me. Brittany Furlan is Tommy Lee's from Motley Cruz, Tommy Lee's wife. And she's funny, dude, and her podcast is pretty solid. It's only like nine or ten episodes in. But the reason he even brought it up was that, uh, you know, he was watching it one day. There's a YouTube for it. And he noticed that, see this wall behind me? This gray wall? He was like, dude, Brittany Furlan has the same wall behind her, but she didn't paint hers. Because you know what, guys? Here in the Chrome Cave, the Chrome, Chrome, Chrome Dome, okay? cave Hey! Here in the Chrome Cave at Chrome Dome Radio, we spare no expense. We painted ours. Okay? Uh, She's got the white version behind her. Her podcast is pretty funny. She's got solid guests already. You know, and more recently, I don't know if it was the newest episode or one of the newer ones, she had Bobby Lee and his wife on there. And, uh, uh, Bobby... Bobby Lee's a super funny stand-up comedian. And, uh his wife, is a dime. Eh. A dime. Gorgeous. And, uh, and she's funny, too. They were on the podcast. So I was like, let me watch this episode and see what's going on. And I picked up on this vocal... Dude, I think vocal tics are so funny. And again, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you would remember when Zach and I I wouldn't say it was so much of a, as a vocal tick, but we were, we were cursing it at unnecessary times. Let's put it that way, where we would just fill the gaps with that eh fucking shit fuck, You know, we couldn't we couldn't put together a thought without throwing a little uh, word. So we were like, you know what? Let's put a swear jar on the table. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, the swear jar. This is the Chrome Dome swear jar, and for a long time, we were putting in uh, a dollar. Every time we were saying a, a bad word. And there's a list in here somewhere of the words that we would count. And we haven't been so strict about it lately. Because we're going to donate this when we hit 100 bucks. And honestly, I think we're pretty pretty darn close to that now. But anyway, that was one way that we figured we would... Rectify the issue of cursing too much on the show. Not that... Eh, like, okay, fine. We, we can say whatever the hell we want. But... We were just like... It was more of like a nerve... Like, we have to get out of that. Right? Like, we have to get out of just... Filling the gaps with cursing. Because it was like a nervous... It was more of a nervous tick. Anyway. The reason I'm even bringing that up... Is I think... Brittany Furlan... Has like a vocal tick. Where... She keeps saying dead. Over and over again. And the reason she's saying dead... You know how like... People now... It's like the new I can't even. Like people, I, I can't even. I can't even. Like that's the that's to say that you find something so uh, hysterical, so hilarious that you can't even. Well, the new one is I'm dead. And people say I'm dead when they find something so uh, funny. And so I was watching this podcast. I say watching because it's like a video podcast. And I found, uh, and I picked up on her little vocal tick. And I'm going to play a video for you. To show you what her vocal tick is. Check, one, two, check. Oh, that's me doing a sound. Man, that's my sound check. By the way, you see, I am getting better about the sound checks, guys. That's so that we don't screw up. And not record an episode again. Let's play... The video that I made for Brittany Ferland. Here we go.
1: Dead. You, dead. Dead. Right, yeah, dead. I'm not good. Yeah, dead. dead. Not. I'm it dead. I'm like dead. I'm so like a dead. Rainbow got- I'm dead. Right. Dead. Korea. dead. I mean, all the things
0: I learned, you dead. know what I mean?
1: I'm dead. I'm dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. If die. I die, dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead.
0: <laughs> Dude, you can't stop
1: saying dead
0: she can't stop saying dead and and she says it at unnecessary times too like bobby lee would say something that isn't even funny he'd be like yes i suffered from anxiety for many years and she'd just go dead 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 dead
1: you, dead like, yeah, i'm not good dead, yeah, dead. i'm dead looks like dead i'm so like a dead rainbow got... i'm dead right dead. dead i mean all the dead. things i
0: learned you know dead.
1: what i mean I'm dead <laughs> dead yeah. I die i die. Dead,
0: dead, dead, dead. <laughs> you, you, you don't need to think of something else to say that, Brittany. And I love the show. Actually, it's actually really good, very entertaining, good stuff. But <laughs> just funny. What? Like you can't think of anything else to say. You know who has who else had a vocal tick? You remember Albert Bell in the '90s, the baseball player? He was the uh, juiced up player on the Cleveland Indians, who famously, dude. Albert Bell once clobbered a guy running into second base. Hang on, let me show you the video for that one Albert Bell. So what he was, there was a ground ball if I remember correctly and he was on first base and he was running into second base. And and one of the strategies in baseball at least years ago was to break up the double play so you'd kind of give you, you you wouldn't you wouldn't barrel into the fielder but you would at least aggressively slide. And Albert Bell is nowhere near the bag the base when he does that when he collides with the fielder and let me just show you what I'm talking about here so uh, Albert Bell let's see collision uh, what if I just type Albert Bell it's like the uh, here it is and Bell crushes venia to break up a double play let me play this
1: There it is,
0: oh dude Hang on, we gotta watch that one more time. He's. He, see, it's a ground ball to the second baseman, Vina, and he fields the ball, and he's right in the base path for Albert Bell as he's running to second base. And. Boom! Dude, oh, he throws a shoulder at him. Do steroids much? Do you. you're you're raging bro so Albert Bell I saw him in an interview once and he's got a vocal tick too he says you know at least back then he'd be like you know it was this pitch and you know I saw the pitch coming in and you know I swung my bat you know and it was a ground ball to second base and you know I just ran I ran on down to first base and you know he picked up the ball, threw it over to first, and you know it. it got there before me, and you know. You know. You know. Let's see if he still does it. Albert Bell interview. I, there's no way. Like, when it's that bad, can you grow out of that? When your vocal tick is that bad? Albert Bell. Let's watch this one. Oh, yeah. You know, this was the Let's watch this uh, team interview
1: oh yeah you know this was the uh the team that took a chance on me back in, oh uh, where's my you know, sound uh, maybe this is a muted video where's my sound and uh, change things around and uh you know john hart made some incredible
0: crossfire like, you get Carlos caught up and in the crossfire
1: you know, you know,
0: here's another interview with him maybe this one has got sound
1: that was the time where it seemed like there was a different.
0: Let's go here. And you know,
1: we came up as a young team, and then uh, we made some acquisitions where we inquired some veterans, and it was just fun to, to play in front of the sellout crowds. Uh, the fans were uh, great and supportive, and uh, the thing about the team is like we all rooted. No, you know, this is this is better. Uh, you know, it was a different. Oh, there's one. Every day. Uh, we oh, he were says you know. To come to the ballpark every day. And it was great just to to win a lot of games and, and to bring a pennant back to Cleveland. I grew out that of it. Here are just some great stats that you had. Just how locked in were you at the plate? Do you remember that feeling every game? Yeah, you know what? Oh, um, one. Like I was saying, you know, it was so it was great coming. To the there was park. another one in there. Um, you know, everybody Three. was working hard. Um, you know, we had a Four. great uh, manager. We had a great coaching staff. So. Uh, we were all on the same page. We we had so much fun, and uh, you know, twenty Five. years later, we, you know, we still have you know great memories, Six. and uh you know, hopefully, Seven. you know, forty years from now, we'll have great memories. But I think I missed one. Uh, you know, it was a fun eight, time. nine. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing black. count. Had a lot of ball games, so that made it ah, you know, uh, vocal ticks. And everyone uh, remembers Manny Mirror's home run over a Dennis X. Okay, that's enough.
0: <laughs> Where are we going? Uh... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What am I doing? Going nowhere with this. Hey, guys, have you ever blown on your cereal to cool it down? I'm in, like, one of those moods today. I'm going to blow on my cereal to cool it down. Oh, yeah. I'm finally on uh, season, I think I'm on season six of Game of Thrones. And I'm finally starting to like it. I can't tell you how many people just trying to shove Game of Thrones down my throat. And I liked season 1 and season 2 and eh, season not into it. I it was in fact I was so bored by it. I almost stopped watching the show entirely. It took me like 6 months to even start season 3. And season 3 I like I was bored and then I liked it at the end when everybody dies. It actually made the story better. And if I have... I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but uh, when Taylor was originally watching the show years ago when we first started dating, I happened to be over at her place the night that the Red Red Wedding episode aired for the first time. I had no context. Yeah, and I'm just like, Don't care, I'm gonna watch it. And by the time the episode was over, I was like, show's over everybody's dead let's move on pick a new show because I had no context I I didn't know what was happening I just know that everybody's dead and now seeing that episode in context and understanding now what it did to the story that episode and then watching the little whiny shit king die Joffrey watching him croak now I'm into it now I'm understanding the complexity the layers of the story you peel it back a little bit Uh, hey writers get to the point like what just all right let's do it let's get to it it took too long for me to get excuse me interested so now I'm actually I might be at the end of season five now that I think about it, because uh what's his name? Peter Dinklage. What's his name in the, the what's his name in the stupid show? Uh Tyrion just met up with Dragon Lady Queen and they are a team now, it seems like. And oh okay, that's the last thing I saw is when they are like in the gladiator style match and then she flies away on the dragon. The dragon saves her life. Which was cool. So, yeah, okay, now, now now I'm into it. I'm getting it now. I don't know. I, pfft, greatest show ever? Nah. Mm-mm. At least not yet. It's, it's interesting to watch. It's a good show. I'm just not understanding the whole... Everybody freaked out over this show. It did, you know, it's happening too frequently these days. And maybe it's the internet people just jump on stuff man we all have to like the same things we all have to dislike the same things and this good show that everybody's freaking out over it like it's the greatest thing ever i'll get gi- i'll give it good i don't even i wouldn't even put it in my top 10 favorite shows ever and eh, top 15 maybe i got more to watch obviously people, by the way, while we're talking about it I, you know a couple episodes ago I was mentioning how ridiculous the petition for season 8 was and I still stand by that it's ridiculous that people spent time filling out a petition on change.org to refilm season 8 take a hike find something else to do Why was I even saying that? Oh, because this is this is what I'm saying. So I you know, I released the I, I clipped out a part of the podcast where I was talking about that and I was like, it you know, find better things to do with your time. That single clip got more dislikes than any other video on the YouTube page. And people got mad. I posted it on Reddit and I got the whole you just don't understand, bro. It's not about actually remaking season 8. It's about sending a message. About three or four different comments said that. It's about sending a message. <laughs> you dork. What the? <laughs> sending a message? What do you think this is? It's a television show. It's fake. It's a fake thing happening. Sending a message? <laughs> what the you're not sending any message they got your money dude it's done you already gave them your money you already gave them your time you got such a problem with it watch another show make your own season 8 there's plenty of things that things that I've okay Take it. think about it this way Metallica, right? Metallica changes their sound in the 90s. And then, in the early 2000s release, the, the breaking point was Saint Anger. And if you're not familiar with heavy metal or rock music, Saint Anger is notoriously known as the biggest pile of Metallica shit. It's a crap album. It sounds like crap. It's repetitive. I'm pretty sure Lars Ulrich is playing a pot with a wooden spoon. It's just a crap album. I didn't sign a petition for Metallica to re-record Saint Anger. I also didn't think I had any right to tell Metallica what kind of music to write. And people, even then, I remember this, people would freak out. That's not Metallica! You're going to tell the members of Metallica that they're not Metallica? That's the point I was making a few episodes ago with this. If you don't like Season 8 of Game of Thrones, you maybe just don't like all of Game of Thrones. Same thing with Star Wars. I don't like any of the prequels. I don't like the sequels. Well then you don't like most of Star Wars. You like 3 movies that were made in the late 70s and early 80s. That's it. You don't like the rest of it. Sure, you could make the argument well but but I like the 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 canon side stories. Sure, you like those. But you don't like now 5 of the 8 movies made in the franchise. That's a majority. Which is why I'm not sitting here saying that I love Game of Thrones because I don't so far. I thought season two was boring, I thought half of season three was boring, and four got me back into it. Guys, I'm already like at 40% don't like on the show, and I'm not here bitching about it. <laughs> You done got to do something. You got. You know what you have, guys. I don't have my phone. Oh, I do have my phone on me. Here's what you guys have. If you're comment if you're signing petitions to sign to redo season eight of Game of Thrones.
1: Huh?
0: Then it- he wonder you've got time on your hands. Uh relax. Oh man People freak out. Oh you know what <laughs> uh, uh, this week on Twitter outrage the the outrage this week on Twitter was uh, the the straight guys in Boston who want to have a straight pride parade. Yeah, they want to have a straight pride parade in Boston. So, naturally, as Twitter does, they freaked out. They, meaning you and your friends, everybody freaked out. First of all, It's obviously a joke. It has to be a joke. You want to know why? If you're going to celebrate... Being heterosexual... What better way to do that... Than one of the top three gayest things I can think of. A parade. What are they going to do? What kind of floats... Are going to be at this straight guy parade. Or straight person parade. We're going to have a, we're going to set up a float where there's a couch and a TV and a Budweiser and then there's football playing on there and there's a bunch of dude three dudes lined up just like, ah hey, a touchdown. Eh, hey, bro, sports and baseball." sports ball bro. That's going to be the float. It's a joke. It's got to be a joke. And if you're outraged by it, first of all, it's stupid. It's not even a funny joke. They, they've they gone through the extent, I, I think they even, they want like a, a license. What, what do you have to get? You have to get a license or permission to parade, to literally, to frolic through the streets of Boston. <laughs> and, uh, it, you got too much time on your hands, guys from, Bo- by the way, it's three dudes from Boston. Hey, three dudes from Boston. You got too much time on your hands time on your hands. So Stupid. that's stupid one on that side, from that perspective. And then from the other perspective, if you're legitimately outraged, like Chris Evans... What do they say on the news? Chris Evans took to his Twitter account... Dude, this is fucking 2019. Chris Evans took to his Twitter account... You lost me. You said too much in one sentence that I don't care about. Chris Evans took to his Twitter account. Sayonara. Don't care. Chris Evans took to his Twitter account, and, uh, and he was, he stood up, and he said that these three guys in Boston were homophobic, and they might be. I don't perceive it that way. I think it's a stupid joke. The name of their organization is like Super Happy Fun Time of America. That's like the oh, Hang on. We're going to pull up the actual name. It's Straight Pride Parade. Uh there's a website for it. Where I got here. Straight maybe we should type website. It's something like Super Happy Fun Time of America. I bet Google blocked it anyway, because because uh, free speech is not real. Let's go to people. Maybe people will tell me. Oh, God, I can't believe I clicked this. How many pop-ups am I going to get on this stupid thing? Uh. Oh. Oh. Here. Here is the actual tweet from Chris Evans. Wow. Cool initiative, fellas, just a thought, instead of straight pride parade. How about this? The desperately trying to bury our own gay thoughts by being homophobic because no one taught us how to access our emotions as children's parade. What do you think? Two on the nose? Double question mark? Chris Evans, you're taking the whole thing too seriously. You know what these three dudes in Boston really wanted? They wanted this exact thing. And now the whole country is up in arms because of three trolls, three fucking mooks out of Boston. They you know what you know what they you know what they did? They put on a vest, attached a bunch of hooks dug worms out of the ground, put on a sun visor, got a rowing boat, went out to the middle of the ocean, threw out a line, and you know what you did? You took the bait. You're a fish! You took the bait. Hey, You got gills, bro, because you're a fish and you took the bait, and now these three dudes out of Boston are making national headlines, and we're wasting time talking about it, and it's made it onto my podcast, and now I'm talking about it, and I'm not talking about it from, I feel like from anybody's perspective. Not if you're in support of it, you're a shithead. And if you're against it, you took the bait. Why are we talking about it? What does it matter? Let them frolic through the streets of Boston. I'm trying to find the website. Because... I wanted the exact name of their organization, Straight Pride. Oh, maybe I should just type, (laughs) i I got to tell you, I really think it's Super Happy Fun Time America Straight Pride. Why can't I find their website? Like, uh, here it is. It's Super Happy Fun America. That's the name of their organization. And of course, it's impossible to find their website because it's probably been blocked in this and that. Oh my god, dude. Three pop-ups. Three pop-ups when I clicked one website. And I have an ad blocker. Regardless. Oh, here's oh reads the events page. This better be it. This better. Oh, dot com. Oh, I keep saying I keep saying huh? I keep saying Super Happy Fun Time America. It's just Super Happy Fun America dot com. And you can see here, it's great to be straight, you schmuckos. Stupid, but okay. And uh, what do we got here? They're doing. They want to do it in August fine let's see they have a flag raising ceremony this is the stupidest thing the flag raising ceremony will take place immediately following the parade and their flag is a male and female sign on a blue and pink background it's just it's so audacious that it's fake Is that the actual flag? Let's see. Straight pride flag. And the, the people are taking it so seriously. I'm legitimately laughing at how ugly the straight pride flag is. Hey, you took the bait. This always happens, man. And, okay, here we go now. This is when it's going to get too serious now. Is when people are going to threaten these people now. Because now now we're talking violence. And you don't want that. Let it go. Dude, they're, they're trolling you. We shouldn't even be having this conversation. I shouldn't even be talking about it. Because you know what? I'm giving it a little bit too much legitimacy. legitimacy. Because you want to know why... Here's why. The country is crumbling over crippling debt. Oh, yeah, and there's still the matter of climate change. And we're sitting here talking about the three schmuckos in Boston who want a straight pride parade, who threw out a line and you took the bait. There's bigger problems happening. And it's not the three guys who want a straight pride parade in Boston. I'm willing to accept the fact that that's probably not a popular belief. That's an easy thing to have a conversation about. The straight pride parade. That's an easy conversation. The tougher conversation is how we're going to fix the national debt. It's also a boring conversation. And nobody wants to have that one. Cause that one's not fun. That one's as real as any of them. And it affects us all. This <laughs> Dude, this shit got real! I gotta pull back, pull back, pull back. <laughs> well, dude, if you're still listening, oh my goodness gracious. Let's do. Let's talk about something sillier. Let's play more silly fun games. That's what we do. That's what we do on this podcast. This is silly fun games. I got a silly fun game. Did you guys see the uh, the infinity pool? Infinity pool in London, London. Let's see if we could pull up a picture of this. And it's a okay. So let me describe it to you. London is proposing a three hundred and sixty degree infinity pool on the top of a building in London and I'm pulling up a picture of it now look at that one question how do you get in how do you get out there's no entry and there's no exit also nope You won't be seeing me floating around in that sucker. Nope. One little crack, dude, and you're done. And you're splattered all over the streets of London. Splish splash, you be taking a bath. Oh, man. I got my iced coffee right now. Coffee is funny because coffee... Is good when it's scolding hot or ice-cold much like pizza and I can't think of many other foods that can do that just be delicious scolding hot and then ice-cold like fresh out of the refrigerator pizza and if you don't like it if you don't like cold pizza you ain't American I have no idea if this infinity pool is a real thing or or if I took the bait. I may have taken the bait. Because this doesn't seem real. It seems terribly dangerous. And impractical. Well, here we go. A pop-up. Oh, my God. Thank you, Anderson Cooper, for ruining my picture. Oh, man. I did, uh... I did the, uh, I did the uh, uh, yard work over the re- weekend. I did awesome yard work over the weekend. I cut down a tree, and I had I cut down trees before, but not a tree of this size. It was a very large tree, probably like let's say a foot and a few inches in diameter, which is pretty large. And it was probably about, eh, well, I don't know, like 40 or 50, eh, 40 feet tall, let's say. And so I did, dude, I did this, I did the wedge. Oh, I should also mention, if I had gone 10 feet either direction the wrong way, I would've hit something. Like a 10 feet wrong way this way, I probably would've hit my deck, and 10 feet wrong this way, I would've hit like a fence. So I had like, I knew I had to get the direction perfect. And I done did it, you guys. I, I cut the wedge perfect. And I sh- I chopped that sucker down. And just see it, dude, immense. Just like, because it hit other trees as it was coming down. Perfect. Regular old lumberjack over here. Cutting down trees. And then I got stung by a bee. I got stung by a bee. Haven't been stung since I was a child, but I got stung by a bee on my neck, right above my Adam's apple. Good thing I'm not allergic. I haven't been stung by anything. Well, that's not true. I got stung by like fire ants a few years ago, but by a bee or a wasp or anything? When I was a kid, (laughs) when I was a kid. My father... I was very young. I might have been... Five or six. Uh, we were storing a boat... On our driveway. And this was like the fall time. So it was like stored. And it had a cover on it. And um, I don't remember how. But my one of my toys... Was on the boat. And I wanted to get the toy. I, I think what happened was... My father might have been cleaning it one day or something. Anyway, I was on the boat. I had a toy and I left it there. And I said, Daddy... I went to get my toy. My toy's on the boat, daddy. And he said, well, you can't. The cover's on it. I said, but daddy, I want my toy. So he pops the cover off. And uh, I get up in there. And there's, dude, there's a giant demon bug of some sort. It was so long ago, I don't remember. I just remember thinking there was this giant, evil looking bug, flying creature, spawn of Satan, on this boat. And I saw it immediately. You know, he lifted me up, put me in there, and I said, Daddy, there's a bug up here. And he goes, No, there isn't, son, just get your toy. And I said, But, Daddy, it's scary. It's a scary bug, daddy. He said, just get your toy and get out of the boat. Let's go. (laughs) And uh, I go to get my toy and lo and behold, I was stung by this demon bug right on the arm. And I think it was my left arm. It was like actually on my forearm, like the meaty part. And I screamed as you would expect. And I said, I said, Daddy, it bit me. And he and he, it's still my dad's no it didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna be the exact same when I have a kid. <laughs> no it didn't. <laughs> I just got stung. And why would I make that up? Even as a child, why would you make that up? So <laughs> And then, um, he f- he, I remember how bad he felt afterwards because I came down. it was it was swollen and red very quickly. it it turned in it was like one of those bites. I don't know what the hell bit me. It was like one of those bites that immediately became like a volcano. You know, it had like the it had a very distinct mark of where I was bit. and then it humped up, but like the bite was slightly indented with like a red spot. I mean, it looked like a volcano on my arm. I think they gave me like Benadryl and some ice and told me to rub some dirt on it. But, I was probably one of the last times I actually got stung by something like that. But it's alright, I'm Generation Crossfire. I can handle stuff like that. (laughs) Did you guys see the Apple Stand? Have you heard about the Apple Stand? The Apple stand. So Apple had a, one of their like tech talk things that they do where they, I don't know, they introduce new technology for the sheep out there. For the Apple cucks. That needs to be, they need a sports team. Apple needs a sports team. The Apple cucks. And I'm willing to bet a lot of you listening to this, or watching this, are on an iPhone or a Macintosh. You could be on the Apple Cucks. So the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apple does a tech talk and they, they're they releasing a new monitor, which looks sick. Granted, it's 6K. Hey, America! Guess how many? Guess how much media is in 6K right now? A uh, None. You got to. You're gonna have a six. You know what you're gonna have? You're gonna have a 6K monitor to watch footage in 1080p. Because that that's that's the, the in the Apple Cucks Stadium. They're going to have a 6K giant big screen that they have in all these stadiums now. And on that 6K monitor, giant TV thing, you're going to be watching 1080p film for the Apple Cucks. Anyway, the mo- <laughs> the monitor, as cool as it is, is is five grand, which is stupid for just a monitor. And it doesn't come... ...with the stand. Is it genius? Is it genius? When you're that powerful of a company... ...where you can sell half a product... ...and you can't use it until you buy the other half... ...is it genius? If Tesla decides to sell their wheels separately... Because, you know, Tesla's like a hot new trendy car thing. If Tesla decides, here's the car, and here's the wheels. It might work! And you know what? People are still gonna buy it. This stupid monitor will be bought. Just like their $1,000 telephone was. You paid $1,000 for a telephone. And a lot of you did. The apple cucks. (laughs) So anyway, the reason this uh, stand, I guess, is so expensive is it's magnetic, and it has the technology to put the screen in all the fancy shapes and whatnot. I get it. I get why the stand is expensive. I still don't get why it's sold separately. This isn't like when you buy a remote control race car and batteries are sold separately. Because chances are you have a stockpile of batteries around. At least you did then. I don't know what kids are playing with now. It might not be an RC car. But at the time, when RC cars were all the rage, there's a good chance you have a stockpile of batteries at home. In the shelf that you haven't opened for six months. Piled up in there. You don't have a stockpile of Apple monitor stands around. What you doing, man? You that, that... Okay, I'm now leaning towards it being genius. It's almost as if Apple has now acknowledged that they can sell you anything. They've already sold you on a $1,000 phone that doesn't have a headphone plug-in. So what did you need to do? You needed to buy the little Bluetooth cum stain things sticking out of your ear so that you can use it. Well, How much are those? $200 something dollars? $250? Now you're $1,250 in deep. They knew that they could sell this stupid monitor with this stand separately because you've already purchased the headphoneless $1,000 iPhone for $1,000 with the something about Mary Come stain drop from the ear headphones. You know how when you look back at times prior, you know when you look back to the 90s and you're like, fanny packs? <laughs> look how big those headphones were. You know, roller blades, Tight spandex? Hey, America, if you've got those Apple earbuds, wait 10 years. You look stupid. <laughs> What's in your ear, dude? Take it out. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. Ten years from now, we're going to look back and, and, and think of the times where people were putting these little white drop things in their ears and walking around, and they leave them in there. Of course they leave them in there. They take their phone calls on them. And listen to their music. They sound like shit. I don't care, the technology, those do sound better than most earbuds, but earbuds sound like shit. If you're going to spend that much money on headphones, I'm telling you right now, the $40 pair of headphones I have on my ears right now sound better than those things. That's just the reality of it. You got, you got cum dripping from your ear, dude. They look so bitch <laughs> how many people have I lost you yet hey you're still listening <laughs> holy crap dude uh, you know we used to joke around a lot on this show how we just we uh, we're carving out our niche <laughs> come on you gotta be able to laugh at yourself a little bit I know whoever's listening there's a good chance that a majority of the people listening to this right now, or either listening on some sort of an Apple device, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Laugh at yourself. It's a little funny. <laughs> I shouldn't even have to say that, but you know, for all I know, is me with all of my 100 YouTube subscribers, somebody will post something on Twitter and end me before I even get started. I wonder if that'd be a good thing. I've debated this before. If uh Zach or I say something controversial enough, which we're, we're teetering on it. We're almost there. We say something just controversial enough. Will we go viral? Which people do. You want to know why people do? Because they throw out a line. Because they went to their local sporting goods store. They went to Dick's. They bought a vest. They stuck little hooks into it. They bought those little shiny little dangly worm things they got a box and they put all the tackle in it right and then they buy a fishing pole with a bunch of line and they go out onto the lake or onto the ocean in a little rowboat and they throw out a line and what do the people do Say it with me, they take the bait. They take the bait. Is it human nature to take the bait? It's not a new thing. It might be easier to do now than ever because of social networks. But that's what humans do. They take the bait. What do you think I'm gonna name this episode? Take the bait. <laughs> I gotta say, if you're st- if you're still listening, I'm having more and more fun making this show. I think I'm really liking having you know like an episode a week where there's people here with me, and then I like an episode a week where it's just me because uh, because I'm front and center, baby it's just me alone in my creepy little chrome cave and I just go with it anyway so uh, please like and subscribe and share this with a friend guys for real you the the biggest uh, support you can provide me with is sharing this with a friend getting more people to subscribe spreading the word if you enjoy the show you know tell them it's halfway decent it's halfway decent that's not a lie <laughs> and uh hey we have a lot of we we play silly fun games that's what this is what is the name of it i want to make sure i get the name right we play uh silly. So, so it's super happy fun times super happy fun america times and that's it Thanks for tuning in. A new episode will be out on Wednesday. And uh, we'll see you guys. Thanks for coming. Bye.